I think we have one more thing to do, which is the West, which uh, we want to just talk about. Yeah, I that'll think, be uh, easy. We're, we're going to... We're gonna blow okay. by the West really quickly, right? Right. Because it's pretty, it, it, yeah. It's pretty much set in stone. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what's team number one for you, top seed? Lakers easily. Lakers. I'm easily number one. I'm not okay. sure whether my my question. The only question I have in my mind is if they will end up with double digit losses or single digit losses this season. Wow. That's crazy. Just, so you're thinking I that think they reach. could go. They could go 63 and 9, right? Is, is my math correct? Yeah, 63 and 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. Wow. Okay. Easily. Um, That's even with LeBron and AD resting every okay, so often. So we, we already know that what LeBron and AD brings. How about the, the game changers that they brought in? Trez, um, um, Schroeder. And uh, who else did they did they bring in there? Mark um, Gasol. Mark Gasol. Oh, wow. So what do you what Wesley do you think? Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews is solid too. Uh, what do you think do they bring into the table for for the Lakers? A lot. I mean, um, like okay. The, I, I think I think the biggest question mark just for me for you to answer is Trez. Like he he sucked at the bubble. Like he was. Like he was a defensive liability. He was a scorer, of course. Yeah, okay, I'll give that. But can can the Lakers unlock him on defense as well? Can they rely on him for that, or is just gonna be just purely a scoring and his motor and energy that we're gonna be looking at? I think he will. He'll learn how to play defense. I think he will learn to play help defense, mm-hmm. specifically um, speaking, and. Um, and his offensive game will obviously still be there. Right. Uh, it won't be as um, he won't score as much as he did when he was with the Clippers. So we will see a, a, a shift probably in his game. Uh, we we don't have Javale McGee anymore. We don't have Dwight Howard mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to play heavy minutes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I'm not I'm not too worried. Um, it's 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 a team mindset. On if you look at the Lakers, uh, and and what they accomplished to achieve fifty two wins and nineteen losses last season, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like you just had two stars really and a, and a bunch right. of role players. <laughs> I mean that really is what they were. Yeah. And now you have not simple role players, but, but you know solid. Solid, solid guys in, in, trend, yeah. in, in, in Schroeder. Okay, you effectively got the sixth man of the year awardee and the runner-up. Yeah. That's who you added to your team. So, so these China are basically added a award. third star. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You did. Because um, what happens now, because, okay, let's face it, Kyle Kuzma is not going to ever be dependable as a third scoring option yeah. for that team. So you can forget about that. So they went out and got Trez. Um, yeah. Now, you don't need, there won't be as much pressure on both LeBron Kuzma. and yeah, AD I mean, to AD, be yeah. able to, yeah, they don't need to, to carry 25 points a night anymore. Right. Um, they, I mean, it's sad for me from a, fan, from a fantasy sports perspective because <laughs> their stats will suffer. Their right. games played will suffer. Right. Um, but from the Lakers' perspective, as far as achieving not just a repeat, but a crazy long dynasty, um, it's, is, it, it bodes well, I think. It, it's it's this, looking very good. Is, is this a season to lose? Is this a season for the Lakers to lose and not to win? It's theirs to lose or is it a season for them to win? How do you see it? To me, I wouldn't bet on whether or not the Lakers win a championship. Mm-hmm. I think the odds should just be whether or not they lose one game across the entire NBA playoffs. <laughs> That's it's whether or not they finish the playoffs Unbeaten. with absolute four yeah. zero sweeps. Yes. Right. I That's crazy. I think they are that good. I think they 
are that much ahead of the closest team, which mm-hmm. in this case with Clippers, but I'm getting ahead of that. But there, the Lakers are just crazy favorites. I yeah. I don't know the Vegas odds right now, but I'm pretty sure that their their odds are are you know crazy, okay. and it's right. there's very so little we, money to be had on betting on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we have the Lakers both at number one. Just like the box okay, in, so uh, in the east. I didn't expect you to disagree. <laughs> no. Um, and uh, so it's just a battle at number two. So who do you have at number two? Well, okay, so I already mentioned them. I think the Clippers are still the solid team. Mm-hmm. They're running it back. You still have that. Um, the Rocky combo. Rocky, not as in Rocky Balboa, but Rocky as in <laughs> it's not perfectly balanced. It's not sure, or yeah. Not harmonious um, yeah. you know environment there but you still have ultra talented two of the best two-way players in the world not just in the league in Paul George and Kawhi yep, Leonard yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they 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 still have you know their own set of solid role players mm-hmm. in Marcus Morris they've added they've replaced Trez with Serge Ibaka um and yeah, um, it's yeah. Um, we we, we have this, good. We we have the same team at number two with the Clippers. I think the biggest change, even if they're running it back, for me is that Ty Lu recognizes the game of Paul George more than Doc Rivers. I think Ty Lu understands being a player's coach that. The key to unlock Paul George is to have him, um, to have him, uh, have the rock on his hands, not just a catch and shoot. He, Doc Rivers basically made him a catch and shoot type of player, and it, his rhythm was obviously off with him just catching the ball and trying to make a play late in the shot clock. So that's not his game. I think he's a player that can be PG can be a player that can bring up the ball for the Clippers and make the plays for the team and vice versa with Kawhi. I think uh, Kawhi can, will always make his plays, but I think the unlock for, for PG is having him bring down the ball like Ben Simmons, I think, uh, because they didn't address their problem, which was the point guard. Basically, you're, you're not going to win a championship with Pat Beverly as your, as your point guard on your team unless he's just there to bring down the ball. But... Um, I think that's all they really need. It's right. They all all they really need is it's is somebody to bring down the ball. Right. Um, to and, be uh, honest, and, and that's and, and, and um, it's okay. One of one of the 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 thing that uh, PG does well is that when he's bring down the ball, he has his flow that he's talking about. Players have that type of thing wherein they need a flow in their game, wherein they have the ball in their hands to make the play, because. As as you say, he's a two-way player, so he can shoot, he can pass, he can defend, so he can he can create plays, and that's a great thing of about having two dynamic players with him and and Kawhi on the same team is that he can make plays just as Kawhi can make plays for his team, and uh, they don't it, it 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 as funny as it sounds it it sounded like you know it was their, their bubble team looked like a team that was just put up for the Olympics in just two weeks. You know, it's just the, the best players put it together and there was just no chemistry between them. And I think um, Tyloo would be able to address that. I think that's the, the biggest acquisition that they made uh, for the entire team for the Clippers is having Tyloo as, as the head. Uh, people discredit Tyloo for, for, for the championship that he brought, uh, for, that he brought to, the, to the Cavs because LeBron was there. But managing LeBron's ego is, is not that easy as well. So... I think Tyloo uh, will bring a culture change to the Clippers. I think the, they're solid too. And I'm not saying they're going to win it all, but they, they, they're probably your best bet uh, against, the, against the Lakers. So we have the same number two. So let's go on to your number three. What's your number three team, Eric? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Nuggets. Yeah. The Nuggets are... are, 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 are for me, very um, still well entrenched at that number three. They, they, they finished last season yeah, in, as the third seed. 
I think they're, they're they are going to be better now that they have ideally if 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 all things fall into place that missing third scoring option in Michael Porter Jr. as he showed everyone yep. what he was able to do um, yep. in the Orlando bubble. Um, MPJ for short um, showed um, a strong offensive game, and that's what he was drafted for. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, by the Nuggets, uh, he fell um, yeah. outside of the lottery um, 15, in the think, NBA right? draft because he he started off with, uh, with an injury, and mm-hmm. they invested in him because he was a prolific scorer, and they felt that if he got got himself right physically and um and he eventually did he his he did. game shown through and he's he's got a lot of potential and he's been a hot a very hot pick in fantasy basketball because um a lot of the fans and a lot of the people who play uh this fantasy where, where, game that I where where is he ranked on fantasy right now is he a fourth rounder a third no no he's not ranked that high as far as let's say okay. the yahoo rankings are concerned mm-hmm. but um people are um you know aggressively targeting him at the right spots because they expect high things from him he's currently ranked um 57th overall okay so that's um, around third on, on, late third round yeah late 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 third or you know so um assuming 12 team league right so so yeah he's uh he's yeah. somebody so to are, watch are are, are we um, seeing are, are we seeing um Jamal Murray stepping up his game even further to reach all-star status this time yeah i think so i think i think Jamal Murray is ready to um take that step and be considered elite Maybe yeah, it's so, it's um, he's, he's he's like at the level now like um, Donovan Mitchell for example, at least. I think that's a fair, fair talent right? level or uh, right. comparison. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, I don't have anything different for number three as well. I have the Nuggets just because I love Jokic game. Uh, he's one of my favorite players in fantasy as well. Um, I love his game. Um, I think it's very durable. He doesn't rely on athleticism to to score uh, much and play an effective game, which is his in, his passing is just crazy. He's probably the best passing big man ever that the game has uh, seen. Um, he's seven feet, right? So probably the best passing seven footer the game has seen today and uh he's got a he's got a three-point stroke as well so yeah solid solid nuggets team that was built through a draft this is a team that wasn't yes, built yes very impressive trades. very very impressive and um the coach uh mike malone did a great job in developing players you know no egos in in this team they're like a mini type of um, spurs team for me uh, with with the the culture that they built there, I think, um, and um, I like I like the chances uh, chances of the the Nuggets as well. Um, an upset, I don't know, maybe, but they're they're very strong on the West, very very strong number West and number three. So let's talk about your number four team, Eric. It's your number four, Portland Trailblazers. Ooh, all right, okay, uh, I, yes, they they they're gonna. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic being healthy is going to be the difference maker. They did have him for for that, you know, for the bulk of that regular season. Yep. That's why they only finished with a 35-39 record. Having him as a talented big man um, taking care of business in the paint. Yeah, they had Hassan Whiteside, um, <laughs> but it's it's not the same. It really is not the same. You can't really Without- compare skill levels here. Uh, uh, Nurkic is on a, a totally different level because he is able to contribute an offense. His basketball IQ is much, much higher. Um, <laughs> he and he plays well um, off off Dame, off Lillard. Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so that that rapport is there, and it, it's so good, so much so that the the Blazers didn't really care if if 
Whiteside left in free agency, it, he didn't really matter anymore. And once Nurkic was healthy and he was playing in the Orlando bubble, you saw Whiteside's minutes just drop into the mm-hmm. the low teens, yeah. actually. And um, statistically, he was uh, a non-factor anymore. Well, they didn't need Whiteside. I mean, they have Cantor back again. It's basically that a little lower version. <laughs> Because Kanter can can score and rebound. I mean, he does. He's not really that effective, okay. but you're gonna get that from from Kanter anyway. So that's a little leveled but out. Aside from Yusuf Nurkic, they've changed the the complexion of their entire starting five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and starting at power forward will be Robert Covington, who is right. you know, one Rocco. of the best all around. Rocco, he's yeah, the best three and D guy in the game, even at his age. He can heat up at any moment, suddenly drop 20 points just when he heats up from three and right. is able to get all those steals and blocks, you know, interrupt the passing lane, et cetera, et cetera. All of that. Yeah, I mean, his, he, he's his background as a defender is... He's not even no, 30, he's, think, he's right? 30 plus still, you know. He's, oh, okay. he's that young. And he has right, right. had his fair shares, fair share of knee injuries. And that's why I had to point out the age factor there. Oh, okay. Um, aside from Covington... We, we also see now a different approach. They are valuing athleticism and perimeter defense, something that the, the Blazers were lacking so so sorely last season. And they are getting uh, former Heat Derek Jones Jr. to start mm-hmm. a small forward for them. And that's... Oh, because um, Mel- Melo's coming team. off the bench, right? They, they are seeing yes, Melo off he, the bench now. He is, um, yeah, he he's he's running it back with the Blazers, and he um, talked to coach uh, Terry Stotts, and it's it's just a matter of him accepting whatever role will best benefit the team and get them, you know, to the playoffs and hopefully win. It, is he his, going? Is he going to be a problem like he was in Houston, where in he thought he was still a starter, or? No, or is no. this an I, I acceptance think, year already for him that he knows that he's a okay. good six man? I think he had a rude awakening when no team wanted him right, during the time year. that he was right. without an NBA team. Mm-hmm. Even though he really wanted to play so bad and nobody wanted him at all. And it's just that um, the Blazers were suffering through a bad case of the injury In- bug injury. that they yeah. had no choice right. but to add. Carmelo Anthony there because he was the best available um, quote-unquote, you know, f- they were digging deep into the garbage mm-hmm. of, of free agents and he was the best available and okay. uh, he, he played so well for them. How how deep do you see the, the Blazers going into the playoffs if you're putting him at number four? How deep do you see them? And with that answer, I want you to answer that as well. With, with how deep they go in, um, will that be a dictation of the the CJ and Dame combination be going on further, or not? Like if, yeah, if it's another if it's another first round exit, are they going to be split up, or or not? What do you think? Where do you see them? It's hard to tell because at the end of the day, Dame, Dame is still going to be your franchise player for mm-hmm. the next several years. He's not, I don't think he's going to play for any other NBA team. He's going to yeah. retire as a Blazer. And yeah, he's so. been very vocal about that on Twitter, right, right. etc. He's He doesn't believe in jumping ship towards mm-hmm. a better winning chance, a quote unquote, right. at winning, winning. A, a title. It, that's not about him. He wants... Um, for him, the challenge is to be able to win with the team he's in and Given, you're right. doing his best to make it happen for that team. Right. Um, so, so I don't see it, you know, they, they might make changes. They already did make changes now. They surrounded so they, I mean, him. I mean, do you, do you think, so, okay, so if Dame's not leaving, if they, if, for example, they, they put out um, a first round exit again, are are you seeing CJ getting traded for for someone else? It's too it's too early to speculate. Really, um, there will be a lot of factors that you know. I I I I don't know. I I don't wanna 
I don't want to speculate into something like that right now because it's it's just very oh, it's a very off tangential mm-hmm. conjecture at this point. Right. No, I don't okay. think it, it's really hard well, to tell. Okay, how how deep do you see them going to the playoffs? On a good run, I could see them upsetting a team like the Clippers. So you, or maybe you the go Nuggets. West, it's possible. So you go, you're telling they could go to the Western Conference Finals. And lose to the Lakers 4-0, yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Not, not even 4-1. <laughs> Okay. Maybe if they, they <laughs> but the sweep, my playoff sweep dream for the Lakers is gonna be shattered. So I just want to see a team, you know, totally not lose in the playoffs because know, they're that dominant, and it's yeah. I've never, I've never seen that yet. Respect, I think the Lakers, yeah. Respect goes out to to the ownership, management, Rob Pelinka, especially in in being one of the best and active, you know, GMs, uh, front offices. Over the mm-hmm. the free agency period, they Crazy. they came away Crazy. with a solid haul, and you know it's good for them. Yeah. Um, well, who okay. do you have? Back I, to you. I, I I I do have the the Mavs at number four over the the Blazers though. Uh, I just I just wow. see Luca becoming um, an MVP. A monster. <laughs> yeah, a monster. Like you know, just not just in fact. Fan, NBA fantasy, but in the NBA, I think he's the top three MVP candidate for for this season. You know, again, uh, when fully healthy, I think he's healthy, the favorite. Actually, uh, yes, yeah, yes, he he yeah, could he be number one. I think he could because I don't I don't see Giannis winning again the MVP this season because it's it's not going to be a sexy pick for for you know the 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 pe- people who's going to be voting. So I think. Um, it's it's gonna be Luca that could probably win the the MVP for the season. So yeah, I think um that's your that's your um I mean that they're, they're my four team uh for for the West. Um but I think um this guy um Chris Stapps is injured. So that could be a, yeah, a factor uh, as well. Porzingis is coming off, uh he's recovering. From mm-hmm. MCL surgery, uh, surgery to repair his uh, right. MCL, mm-hmm. he last just to just to update them. He was last video he shared on Twitter was him taking shots with uh, one of the coaching mm-hmm. staff with the training staff. So he's he's still not yet taking contact, and it's already been he's already been ruled out. Um, and his earliest return is somewhere, uh, I think, mid January. Right. Well, That's um, the best case scenario. So, well, uh, I didn't add too many on the team. I'm, I'm just looking at their team right now. Um, they have no key additions to the team outside of Josh uh, Richardson trade for Seth Curry, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so that's basically relying on the development on on Luca, and um, they basically bring back the same team. Um, I like Josh Richardson. <clears throat> Um, I like his the game that he brings. I'm hoping maybe James Johnson can go back to the game he played when he was with the Heat, where and you know he was uh, a ball handler as well. He was making plays for them. I think he could be a an X factor for the team, but maybe not so because he's really a vet now. Yeah, he he always almost every season has his issues with conditioning. And that's right, been his right. problem that's, that's for the last two problem. to three seasons. Right. And that will probably still be the case. Even though right. he's a kick-ass MMA fighter. I don't know if he knew <laughs> that. Yeah. But, but yeah. he is. That's his side hobby. Um, <laughs> he's not as good an NBA player anymore as he is actually. He's undefeated right. in MMA. Um, <laughs> but um, what, what is going to be different now is the actual return of Dwight Powell, who the Mavs were missing last season. Right. They, they, they missed his was, presence. Right. He was gone. He is slated to be ready to go um, and ready to start. So he is somebody who has a very efficient and intelligent scoring game. Um, he's not a prolific scorer by any means, but he's just one of those guys who will quietly do what he does, um, you know, not hog the ball and shoot the ball 
at at a very efficient right. clip. Um, he's he's a great piece to to surround Luca with. Who I, somebody I mean, who at least Luca can target in the low post, right? Um, to I, score with a short range jumper, right? This the the Mavs team are a very high scoring team. They were I think ranked in the top three teams in 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 scoring, and it's because they're also ranked high. In rebounding as well, so I think having power back will, will help on on rebounding as well. Um, so I think that they're just going to improve basically off of of Luca's game even more uh, because he just brings out the best in his teammates. I mean, you've seen Tim Hardaway Jr. improving his game uh, all around. I think that th- th- that was his best scoring season last season with. Uh, Luca as his running mate, so I'm gonna see the the same amount of of points as he's gonna score. So I put him at four. Um, so there. Uh, who's your 15? Uh, I got the Jazz. I think the Jazz are gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're they're not they're not a sexy choice, but they're a solid choice just because of their <laughs> yeah. defensive culture. Um, mm-hmm. the the fact that they're pretty much running the the same roster that they did from last season. Right. Um and I think that this their their 44 and 28 finish is something that they'll probably improve on. Mm-hmm. Um mainly because they struggled in the beginning with integrating Mike Conley. And that was an right. issue for them. Right. And he they actually won more when Mike Conley was sidelined with an injury and Joe Joe Ingles was you know, reprising his role as a point forward and facilitating the offense from there. Uh, right. But after the All-Star break, okay, Mike Conley was able to find his way and play mm-hmm. well alongside uh, Donovan uh, Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, right. And what happened there is Mike Conley started to shoot more threes and was starting to, to hit those threes. He was averaging around 2.5 or to 3 threes per right, game right. after the All-Star break. And um, it suited the team well because uh, what, 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 what happens is you, you have uh, Rudy Gobert just, you know, clogging up the paint, surrounding him with, you know, four guys who can shoot the three. And you, you, you have Mitchell, who's obviously a great scorer and can shoot from anywhere. And, and now that Conley has tweaked his game and improved his, you know, shooting rate from 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 the outside it, it it's 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 going to have an impact and it, their offense is going to flow well um yeah. they are not in for a great start again uh this season because they're going to be um missing bogey at the start his uh wrist injury it's he is still not right he suffered a right. wrist injury yeah and um late last season and it's still but, not right so and and he's one of the hand. And he's one of the reasons why the the Jazz are the number one three point shooting team last season. They they were the number one yes. team in, he, in he three averaged so, three po- three three pointers per game last year. Yeah. See, so they they they, they had the best percentage. Uh, I mean, three point percentage in the league as a as a team. So, I mean, they're a very deadly shooting team in terms of three pointers, and um, I think those are your key players. For, for the Jazz. They're, they play a very disciplined game. I think it's because of their coach yep. right? with Quinn Snyder. I think that's his game. Um, yeah, yeah. Very disciplined. You know, there's no running around or, or um, diversifying your your game style. So you you know what to expect with this team and it's very it's very hard-nosed defense as well. With, with Gobert as, as well as your center, I mean, the Stifle Tower is going to be a menace always. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, so, that was your, said your fourth team? Oh, no, fifth. Fifth. That's fifth. So, my, fifth. My, my fifth team is, is the Blazers. So I put the, the Blazers, I'll put the Blazers over uh, the Jazz. So, I have the Blazers at number five. Um, just, just because I, I just feel like, you know, the, the Mavs could be having a better season than them, but it's just yeah. going to be probably a one, one or two game difference between each other. So that's how I see it. I, I don't, I don't see them far off. I mean, 
from the third to like the seventh seed, it's pretty close. So you can just make a case like you know put it all put them all around. So that's how I see it. So what's your sixteen? The Warriors. Oh yeah, shoot! I forgot about the Warriors. <laughs> all right, far away. Yeah, I actually <laughs> did. I probably uh, there was there was an oversight there. I might have um, misspoke and then, probably would consider them maybe a, a slot higher, probably fifth. Maybe fifth, just bump, yeah. flip them with the Jazz. Yeah, I, I, I it was a uh, it, it's because that's how bad. Okay, what a what a season. Everyone who's listening. Difference it makes, right? That's how bad they were. Forget about them. Yeah, they're gonna be okay, and they're gonna be competitive this season. I think with with Stephen Curry healthy, hopefully, yeah, um, yeah, for for, for the duration of the season. Um, I think even with the loss of Clay Thompson, the the addition of of Kelly Oubre is is Mm -hmm. gonna be a a huge vital vital Um, factor for them. I, I think that okay. Uh, even though Clay Thompson is renowned as the other half of the Splash Brothers, he is, and you'll ask any coach and almost any player in the NBA, Clay Thompson is a very solid defender, even though very, it doesn't you know, show yeah. up necessarily yep. in, in the box scores. Mm-hmm. He is a great defender. And very sound will, defender, will, yeah. will attest to that. Right. Exactly. So they needed to add Kelly Oubre, who they got from the Thunder by way, you know, got from the Suns by way of a stopover at the Thunder over free agency, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, Kelly Oubre is a very interesting guy who 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 broke out um, last season or a season ago, effectively yeah. late, late the other season. But he is somebody who uh, has a very dynamic game. He can contribute on offense, contribute on defense, rebound the ball, pass the ball. He's a very well-rounded player, and I like that. And it it, right. it fits the culture of, of of the Warriors a lot. And um, he's a good fit. And we're gonna see um, because of this addition, Andrew Wiggins slide over to the shooting guard, and shooting Andrew guard. Wiggins's size will be able to create some interesting mismatches over there. And right. um, even speaking though of, he's speaking of one, Wiggins, who is. Always one year away from becming good. <laughs> what do you think of okay, Wiggins fair, fitting in with the he Warriors? Was good. Okay, I've never been a fan from a fantasy sports perspective. He was <laughs> he's often the the butt end of a joke that I would throw out in my writing or in my commentary. Um, the one year away from being known, one year away. <laughs> yeah, or, 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 he, mainly because he's been such a vanilla player in the sense that he was just all o- offense and nothing else. Kind of yeah. like a lot of Empty what stats. Mello was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to be fair, he he was able to improve his the other aspects of his game. He he started to 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 increase his steals. He was more engaged on defense. I mean defense. The focus is I think he already matured last season. And now right. this season playing alongside he's, he's what, 24 now, right? 24, 25? No, I think he's a bit older than that. He's, he's older than that? Maybe? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, I think he's he's matured. I think he is ready to um, be able to play alongside... Um, yeah, he's 25. He's 25, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he turned 25 in Feb. So... I, I think he's he's um he's somebody that you know um learned that defense is important and mm-hmm. that he's not gonna succeed in the NBA if he's just gonna score, score, score. Right. You okay. Know? Okay. Well, I, I think and, be, okay. best best case, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, and for me, my highest hope, even though I don't a lot of people don't feel he'll make an impact. From the get go uh-huh. in his rookie season, I have high hopes for for James oh, Wiseman. For Wiseman, uh, right? I, I love. Yeah, for those who are who don't know James Wiseman, he was drafted uh, by the Warriors with the second pick overall in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. He's a seven foot one center with a seven foot six wingspan who, who runs the floor very well. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, he can. He's a he's a rim runner and he can solid handle the rim protector. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, his, his, I, no, I, he, I've he seen can. the the yeah, I've seen the drills, and he he knows how to handle the rocks. So. The workout videos, yes, right. He, so he he's not someone he's that just decent you know, handles for a guy his size, right? Yes. Correct. Yes, definitely. So, yeah, right. I so mean, I mean, best, comparatively, best he's best case scenario for the Warriors. I could even put him put them on as high as third. Uh, in in the West, if all really goes well for them, that would that would be like super best case scenario. And worst case scenario, I think they're they're. Yeah, it's fringe embarrassing. Eight. We forgot about them. Sorry, Warriors. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it, they're they're, pro- yeah. it, they're yeah. probably a fringe yeah, but, fringe eight seed. At at worst, yeah, at worst. But you know, they're 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 going to be competitive. I think that yeah, the Warriors yeah. are are going to be in the thick of things, and they're going to yeah. be solid. Just not championship contender status. Well, you want to put it that really way? A championship contender? Yeah, not yeah. really outside of the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, all right, uh, who, who do you have? Um, well, I, I, I did have the, I did the Mavs and the Blazers. I, 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 I was, I'm, I'm gonna put the the Jazz still over the. The, the Warriors at six it's because they're solid. Right. I know what I know what to expect with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I'm I don't know if you're gonna see another leap from Donovan Mitchell. I think you that's what you're going to expect from him. Uh, same points, rebounds, I, I, I and assists. I do actually. So I think uh, are you expecting a, another leap from Donovan for this season, or are you expecting the same thing from him? Okay, I wouldn't. Uh, just to qualify, I wouldn't call it a leap because a leap mm-hmm. means it implies something like it's large. But I'm right. gonna see him take another step forward, step another um, in terms of what bump in improvement. Uh, oh, everything overall. He's, overall, he's a player who, yeah, he he works on every aspect of his game. Little, he's that kind of complete player. So I think that um, Donovan Mitchell is is is, is gonna be a uh, an all-star level talent and mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. question about it it's so hard to be a guard in the west huh there's so many uh great guard guard players in in the west so it's really you're gonna have players miss out on the all-star selections for sure just because yeah, of, of course all, yeah, yeah of the guard play it's it's normal sometimes in the east it's just gonna have you already know who's going in, basically. But with the West, there's going to be one, one to two snows, basically, especially in the guard positions. But yeah, um, I have the Jazz at six. Who's your seventh? Uh, I have the Mavs here. This is where I have the okay. Mavs. All right. I, I, th- I think it's um, as, as good. So basically, I'm having them where they finished last season. They mm-hmm. finished seventh in last seventh, season. Seventh, yeah. They'll still be there. I think it's 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 safe, safe okay. for them. Uh, you projected them a little bit higher, um, but I think the Mavs on 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 the sheer value and sheer talent and ability of Luca, he's going to be able to carry them that far. Um, seventh, se- finishing seventh in the West is is something that's very doable. Um, yeah, and when I say seventh, they're probably just going to be. At most, a game behind the sixth seed, something right. like that. that. That's why I, I was telling like anyone, like from the third seed to like the seventh, it's probably interchangeable. It's like gonna be like a correct, correct, a, a, a toss the, the, point. The only perhaps, thing that you know, or yeah, a dice. Yes, it's like you're rolling yes. a dice for for them basically. So it, it, this one's a because hard competition. But, yes, I agree yeah. totally. So, so I think it, that it's it's. So we're we're just basically saying who's. Who's 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 going into the top eight basically? But it, it could be interchangeable. You can have the seven coming into third and third being seven or eight basically. But I, I do have the the Warriors stated at at seven, um, just because. That's fair. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I I do I do have them being at seven because I just I mean that's just not super sure how uh, the different the dynamic of having Kelly Oubre who. Uh, as as good as he is, there isn't any consistent three point shooting with his game. 
Um, he hasn't proven that he's a knockdown shooter at three. So him playing the style of the Warriors, I'm not sure he can he can play that role that Clay Thompson had when he was lights out from three. But he's he's a no, good no, defender. No really right. So feel those shoes. Yeah. So so that's 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 my variable for that team. And plus, of course, Wiggins as well. But I know what to expect with with Steph and Draymond's gonna be back to him. Him being himself again, uh, being the heart of the team. So I, I like the the chance of the Warriors as well. I mean, they're gonna be a tough seed to to run to run across in the first round if you're a second seed. If they're a seventh seed, and I mean, if if your team is second and the 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 Warriors are like seventh or eighth, they're gonna be a tough out. Imagine, for example, the Lakers being first, and then you you meet the Warriors in the first round of the the playoffs uh, as an eight seed that's going to be a fun um, thing to watch still you know because there there's still a some rivalry with lebron and the, the warriors when he was with the Cavs, right so it's going to be fun seeing that um or maybe with the clippers but yeah i have them at seven so what's your eight team okay now i know that uh, we have to operate on certain assumptions Now, under the <laughs> assumption that that James Harden stays with the Rockets, it'll be the Rockets. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because his situation is is very fluid at the moment because he's been listing so many teams after teams, and he's adding to the list of teams that he's willing to be traded to. So the likelihood of him eventually of the Rockets eventually finding a viable trade partner might be just a matter of time, not mm-hmm. a matter of. If right, if yeah, so, um, so I think he might leave. So therefore, they might he they they won't be in the a playoff team without James Harden, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if he's for some reason, um, the 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 Rockets play hardball and decide to keep him, um, uh, for if for whatever reason the duration of the season or up to the trade deadline, like um, what happened to could, Anthony Davis, you know, get enough. Yeah, something like that. Within, yeah. Because they, they, obviously, you have to understand that the team wants to get the best return possible in exchange for James Harden, because he's you know, uh, you know, a top five player in the league. Um, you know, easily with, with the spots being debatable, easily, yeah. right? So, um, again, so that's there's a variable there, even though um, we have to make assumptions. So, assuming he stays. It's yeah. the Rockets. Assuming he, he leaves, the the Rockets won. Because I I, I just Rockets. think that the, the the Rockets are not getting anything similar to James Harden with any team. I think they're they're getting they're most likely going to get well, picks and, yeah, and something can, to match to yeah. match to match the salary for him. You know, um, so I don't okay. think that the thing is be, yeah. The thing is, the Rockets have the advantage in the sense that contending teams want Harden more than the Rockets are. You know, are in a they're not in a rush to dispose right. of him. Right. But contending teams know that he is such a difference maker that he could be okay. Just picture him on the Nets, assuming the Nets didn't have to let go of Kyrie or KD. Right. You can have a trio of Harden, KD, Kyrie. That's a That's a big three. That's bigger that's than Boston's big three, big three right. back then, right? Yeah, that's a scary. That's big the, three. probably the one of the biggest big threes you will ever see. That's like super prime. But then that's big a big three. what if. Yeah. All right. So, um, they the, so, it will be but, an epic battle to see them lose to the Lakers 4-0 in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just kidding. They'll probably win one game. <laughs> if they had yeah, James that lineup will yeah, um, to give them a run for the money, of course. That, that's um, scary. That's scary. Okay, so um, assuming okay. that that's not your variable, who do you have at eight then? If if it's not the Rockets, who's who probably your eight uh, and nine? Yeah, probably. So no Rockets. I like to see the Suns make the playoffs, sneak yeah. in with the eight seed. Right. Right. I, yeah. I think Chris Paul will be a a, I like a difference maker. And having Jay Crowder as your stretch four 
uh, a vet you 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 suddenly mix in all this veteran talent in Chris Paul and Jake Crowder into the mix you know um that changed the culture all they right will away. they will enhance the whatever it is that Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton already bring to the table mm-hmm. he Chris Paul is an all-time top five point guard uh, as far as I'm yep. concerned all time um and all time right right he all time is, has a, he can make his teammates better case yep. in point what he did for the thunder who were not right. meant to make the playoffs, the playoffs. based on their on they, the they were forced he took they were there. forced he forced the thunder to delay their rebuilding because of, of how, how good he made the team look basically i mean everybody assumed that the team would be tanking right 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 so and yet, yeah. they started winning games <laughs> they started upsetting teams they were beating you know sixers they were beating celtics you know yeah. uh, teams that they're not supposed to beat on paper yeah. and yet they did because chris paul is that much of a difference maker yeah. now put him on a team like the suns um where you have a I guess it's safe to call him elite. Devin Booker is an elite mm-hmm. yeah. um, scorer who can, you know, just put up easily what, you know, 30 points a game if he really wanted yep. to, right? Um, and and DeAndre Ayton, who can, assuming he stays healthy, can drop 2010 in a heartbeat. Yep. And uh, play defense too. <laughs> and, and is, you know, yeah. Um, and he has to keep his mind on on defense because He's been, you know, there's been a knock on his uh, rep for being uh, a bit lazy on the defensive end. So, so there's that. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I, the Suns I, will be interesting as a, as an eight seed. I I I really like the Suns also being an eight. I I want to see Devin Booker finally make it to the to the playoffs, just because I don't want him leaving the Suns. We're asking for a trade the following season just because they didn't make the playoffs because I wanted to have a taste of playoffs. I think he he could they could be a you know a, a version of like Shaq and Kobe with him and DeAndre Ayton something like that. Um, I think they could be a dominant. Duo. That's a bit generous, but okay. I know, I know. I, I was being generous, <laughs> but I think something like that because he's a shooting guard okay. in the center uh, combination. So I think that they they could. They could be a very good combination for for years to come if, assuming he stays, because it's still not sure if he stays with the team. I think his contract is going to be up for another extension. I think, right? So it it's possible that you know he could not be there with the team the following season. We don't know if, but if they make the playoffs, I think he's going to stay longer with the with the Suns. That's it. But. If they don't make it, I'm putting, I'm putting the Grizzlies in at number eight just because I like the 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 culture change that they made. Uh, they were supposed to be, you know, um, not making uh, any noise whatsoever during the bubble, but you know, they they had to play in against the the Blazers for the eight seed. So I I like the the chances of the the Grizzlies as well. I think John Morant. Um, could make a leap from his um, rookie season, um, rookie of the year status. So he he could be a difference. He could be the difference make, maker for for the Grizzlies. So if if not the Suns, I have the Grizzlies slotted at eight. I don't have the Rockets. That's fair. The top and, eight, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think that the the Grizzlies are a. Uh, an intriguing young team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be interesting to see if um, they can continue on that uh, good upward trajectory. Right. Okay. So that's, that's our, yeah. Um, no, um, I think that's, that's it for now. We'll, we'll, we can we can do on the the other topics that we wanted to push in. I think um, we'll have that on, on another episode. But we're good for now with the predictions for 
for the Eastern and Western Conference teams. So that's it. It was fun. So guys, yeah, I know. Uh, we'll, we'll do another one uh, for sure to follow up on this because we have other topics we want to talk about. And it's we were actually just talking for, for, for 45 minutes, our slated 45 minutes, but now we have to put this into part one, part two, just because we talked about the East and the West and we have other topics to discuss. So we'll be back soon to talk more NBA 2020-2021 season. So Eric, um, what's your... Uh, Twitter handle again and your website. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, for, for everyone's uh, information, I'm an editor at hoopball. Uh, that's hoop-ball.com. We are a fantasy basketball website. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at fantasy hoopla. That's H-O-O-P-L-A. And you can hit me up with any of your fantasy basketball questions. Sure. Um, just you know, for follow sure. me there, and, and I can um, give you a solid winning fantasy advice because I've been playing the game for uh, wow uh, <laughs> for a very long time uh, since two thousand and three. I, I started playing <laughs> fantasy in two thousand and three. I've been playing so that's there. a very long time. But I've been writing about the game since two thousand and seven. I've been wow. writing about it since yeah. then. So. Yeah, the first the first time I played NBA Fantasy was two thousand nine. So, but I couldn't remember much of it. But I started really playing around twenty eleven. But yeah, um, I, Eric, you're you're one of the greatest when it comes to NBA Fantasy. So for sure, we're gonna talk about NBA Fantasy in the coming coming episodes for Life Export. So we'll talk more about that. I pushed Eric a little outside of his comfort zone. From, from fantasy to NBA team. So this is something different from what he's usually being asked from. So I, I like this dynamic from, from Eric. So we'll, we'll do more of, uh, of this in the next episodes. All right. So we'll see you guys again next time. This is Antonio Gear for Life Exports. Thank you guys. Peace.